audio. First time I was on this show, you guys were like, oh, we don't know much about whiskey. <laughs> we're just doing this because we like to drink, and now y'all are just teaching me stuff. <laughs> everybody welcome to <laughs> you were just work. waiting for me to say <laughs> i was just waiting work. for you to shut up so i can start <laughs> that's why uh, that, that, that's what we get here at whiskey yes. work everybody right. is just waiting to talk that's Nobody, not, nobody's that's, listening no, we're no. just waiting to talk that's radio in general that's what i grew up in oh, I just, you know you just you just wait to talk you don't hear what anybody's saying anyway it's it's me mark it's rob over there and second time Guest, you've only been here twice. That's four, it. actually. Four, yeah, four times. There's four. your, there's your award-winning we... host, right? Boy, there, no folks. kidding. Well, it's, been, it's been a long run. Like yeah. the first time I was on here with you guys was three and a half years ago, probably. Oh my god! When I was at Vertex. Oh, that's right. That was before you went to Southern. Yeah, at the old location, yes. I think too. Yes, down in the hole. Yeah. So, okay, well, it's Mitch McKeithen who's joining us right now. Hi, Mitch. Hi. <laughs> Welcome back. How's it going? Uh, Mitch now is the, you are the the man right now at Rapid City's most famous downtown landmark. Yeah. For, did I oversell that? Uh, you did a did little I bit. Did I make you uncomfortable? Well, you, you oversold me. Uh, <laughs> not the Alex Johnson, but No, yeah. you are the general manager of the Alex Johnson. Congratulations, yeah, man. That you. had to be quite a step up from, from, from working there. You were managing there. For, for a while, mm-hmm. and then you went to uh, Southern Glazer, which is a, a distributor here uh, for Rapid City. And how long were you there? Um, I was there for a little over two years. Okay. Yep. So did you, did, you, did you learn a lot about whiskey while you were there? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Apparently, apparently not, since he's learned a fair amount being here for the last 10 minutes. <laughs> well, yeah, I did, yeah. Well, the product we were talking about was not one of well, Southern's products. Well, okay, so that could have been why. But... Um, what I mean, what's uh, what what led you into to, to taking a position like that at the I mean, arguably our most notable downtown landmark? Yeah, for sure. Um, a lot of luck and a lot of knowing the right people, being <laughs> okay. in the right place at the right time. Um, yeah, never in a million years, if you asked me what I was going to be doing with my life, would I have told you being in the hotel business at all? It really? was something that I kind of fell into through the vertex. Um, you know, I, I kind of fell in love with hospitality and just having the service or the spirit to serve people and, yeah. and uh, you know, put on events and yeah, and, I'm out <laughs> <laughs> yeah. having to be around people. Um, well, you were, well, but what got you into, because you were, I mean, you had started your whiskey journey when I, I, mean, I, I, I seem to remember like his dream job when he was here earlier was to be a whiskey sales rep. Like, oh, yeah, that's And my, he lived it, Rob. He, he went did. and lived he it. Apparently okay. got over it in Well, that's fine, hey, too. You know, I move quick. <laughs> <laughs> you you did what you set out to do, and, and, and you just kept climbing, right? Is that, yeah, is that uh, fair? Yeah, apparently, like I said, it, it really was, you know, knowing the right people, being in the right place at the right time. I think I had conducted myself pretty well when I was at Vertex, too, yeah. so it left a left a positive experience in the ownership's mind there. And, yeah, I went out to do what I was going to do, and it was kind of funny because— uh, you know, the, uh, I would say the CEO of the company when I was leaving was trying to figure out a way to keep me there, uh, which was, you know, very humbling. And sure. I, I really appreciated it. I never had that from a boss before. And he told me as I left the room, cause I politely declined the offer and he was like, we're going to get you back here one way or another. <laughs> I was like, yeah, right. And <laughs> they're like, they opened up the biggest position in the place. Well, I guess he'll, maybe he'll come back for that. I, I don't know. It was pretty convincing. <laughs> <laughs> we did have the opportunity to meet Caleb here 
not too awful long ago, um, we were talking with Adam out at the box, and oh, he yeah. invited us over to happy hour here. Yeah. Kitty Corner here a month or so ago. And yeah, since yeah. they're just across the street and we know when they're happy hours now, we, we just go whenever we feel <laughs> oh, like it, the, honestly. At the live office? Yeah, yeah. over yeah. at the office downtown here. That's so. a good time. <laughs> it is. It That's was a good fun. Time. Um, so, one, well, we kind of met you through um, uh, not only through Southern a little bit, got to know you more in, 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 into the world of whiskey, but you had, had started doing something kind of unique at the Vertex when you were managing there. And that were you were doing you were doing pairings you were yeah. doing whiskey bourbon you did tequila yep um, Japanese the Japanese That's, ones yeah the Japanese and the tequila were the ones that we went to yeah right, wasn't so it? what why was that your idea or why did you decide to do something like that and did you think that that, that this this is a good place you know for people to start is that is that kind of why you 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 set that up yeah you know I'm not going to take full credit for it actually and I'll I'll do a shameless plug here uh, yeah. Travis Dornfeld was kind of my mentor and he was the old manager of vertex before i took over um he works part-time at um woodland republic helping his buddy out over okay. there and then he does uh, some remodeling and flipping houses and that kind of stuff All right. uh, full-time <laughs> but yeah he was he was there and uh he introduced me to the world of spirits and, and cocktails and kind of he he's one of those guys where if you ask him something he'll talk for 45 minutes and a lot of people wouldn't take the time to listen, but I, I just got, you know, really interested in it and soaked it all up. And so then when he left and handed me the reins, it was something I just continued on with. Um, and I kind of did make it my own. We had other people outside that would mm -hmm. come in and kind of lead these things. So I just I like the showmanship aspect of it, I guess, and connecting with people. And so, yeah, I did. I did kind of take it and run with it for sure. Well, there must have been it must be fun to create to take whiskey and and try to match it up with with other things because whiskey by itself is is its own thing right yeah it's not like wine and it's food a meal in itself. it's a something mm -hmm. it can be <laughs> totally some fresh baked bread <laughs> right, right now. yeah um and fig newtons so in, in order to you know in, in order to, to to combine it with food specifically that had to be a pretty unique challenge though wasn't it yeah it was a load of fun and another shameless plug chef chris stamp at alex johnson who's still with us over there um he helped me a lot with that too we would get together uh, have an excuse to drink some of the whiskey and, and taste some food. And, uh, he's phenomenal with pairings. We're still doing events like this, you know, to this day. Well, um, you you just had one recently. We did that with it, uh, that Rob and I attended, of course. Mm -hmm. um, so I want to talk a little bit more about. I'm assuming you're going to try to do these more frequently. There, aren't you? We are, and uh, I'm I'm definitely right now. I'm I'm having a city league basketball, so I'm not able to attend on Sundays. But once that's over, I'll be there every Sunday to uh, helping. To conduct these things and yeah, lead them we as were well. wondering where you were yeah, at. Yeah, exactly. I know. We, we well, I heard you guys were coming, and I was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> "We don't need to be there." Uh, well, you did bring up a bottle of um, a whiskey that I I'm familiar familiar with the company, obviously, mm -hmm. but not familiar with this product at all. Uh, we're drinking High West High Country. Now, this is not available here, though, is it? Uh, well, apparently, we just got an allocation out there. I'm not going to really? say where exactly. Okay. Um, uh, I know so, wait, some, you want to go oh, buy, oh, back off, and buy the rest yeah. of the bottles of it. Or off, off the air, we I, are. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If if, uh, if I had a little more money in the reserves, <laughs> I probably would have. Um, yeah, no. They, I'm sure with some allocated events that are just around the corner, I'm sure we'll get access sure. to this. Yeah. Well, of course, we've got Mountain West Whiskey Festival, which is coming up here March 9th. Uh, we still have some tickets that are left. Um, oh, really quick, just I want to throw in: are we are we good to go on the extras that we talked about? I, Can I talk about this I or not? I haven't confirmed that, but I, right. I I imagine Justin is following up on that. He he claimed that he while well, he talked to Caleb and is going to get a couple of bottles from them, and then 
a couple that he's going to finagle from somewhere. Well, this will be for our charity auction, or charity, uh, uh, not auction, raffle. raffle that we'll be doing at Mountain West Whiskey Festival. Hmm. So the, the big prize will be a bottle of Pappy 12, thanks to Sazerac and Sheila. And then um, I believe we're going to kick in about four or five other bottles on a part of this, too. So it's $10 a ticket. Buy as many tickets as you want. Day and, of the event, yeah. Yep. And wow. then I, that probably on that Monday, what you and I are going to sit okay, down yeah, is... Yeah, once we've... Uh, the heads have cleared. Right. And we can, <laughs> we'll sit down and draw all the winners for a, that. I don't know. We want to do a Facebook Live or just yeah. a post or something. And, and probably. Just, you know, maybe... We'll get that out. Now, is is did we have some High West on the... I don't know. I gotta that look and see. If you again. did, it would probably be Midwinter's Night Dram is the one oh, that everybody kind of seeks I out. I know we didn't get that one. Yeah, yeah. You, oh. you did, sucker. Uh, we not. we had, well, your yet. your bar upstairs has one for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's okay. what we had Sunday. It was the first time I'd ever had that too, and I loved it. It's awesome. Do you do you know? And I I have had High West for a number of years, uh, or a number of years ago, and. At the time, it was it was all sourced, and I and they're doing their own distilling, but I don't know what percentage that is. Do you know if this is actually being produced in Park City or? I I don't know if they're a hundred percent doing their own thing yet, too. I I want to say confidently they're still sourcing at least some of some it. Some of it, yeah. Um, the distillery is really cool. I've never been there. It's on the bucket list. I've seen pictures, and I know it's one of the only distilleries you can ski or snowboard right up into <laughs> in Park City. God, of course so, you can. Yeah. <laughs> so why um. This is this this is it's an American single malt, mm-hmm. and uh, you you claim it uh, quite possibly to be one of your favorites. It right really now, is. Right? I, I know, like I said before, the whiskey community here is going to have my head for saying a uh, eighty-eight proof whiskeys malt whiskey is one of my favorites you know, of all time. We but. we already talked about this. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't matter. I mean, we I put up I had a post on Dakota Whiskey Territory a while ago that if you could only drink your whiskey at one proof, what would it be? And I think the consensus came in between, right around 95, I think, is what most of the people said that they would want to drink it as. So 88 is, I mean, that's a, you know, that that's just a drinkable, approachable whiskey. Yeah. That's not one that people, you don't have to put water in this. You don't have to pour it over ice. This has all of that flavor, and you don't need to do anything to it. This is this is really good. Yeah, I like, I like it. it. I'm not a single malt guy. No. But this is enjoyable. Um, you were saying it had those those bread notes to it. Yeah, I got a little fig Newton on this you too. Did get fig Newton. That was a, that was impressive. <laughs> but it's uh, yeah, this is super easy to drink. And if I could track down a bottle of it, I might. You know all those same people get... I do. <laughs> so that sounds all like right. a skill issue at this point. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It probably yeah, is. The problem is is that they know us too. So yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Um, no, this is this is delicious though. Now, is this is this one that you'd be able to serve, or you, or is this your, this your private bottle? Is this a personal bottle? Yeah, for you? this is a personal. I, okay. Yeah, um, I don't think we got one at Alex Johnson actually. Okay. Upstairs, we got the Midwinter's Night Dram, but I haven't seen any of this High Country rolling yet. All right. Um, I'm. I definitely texted the people about it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> as soon as I found it, I said, "Hey, we're getting some." Let's right. do is it. Is this an allocated deal, or is it, it is. is it just something that is? Uh, not made its way and hit the market full steam yet. Well, so the story, the short story behind this is I had it in Fort Collins about two years ago, and uh, they told me, you know, it says limited release on the bottle. Yeah. I found some at a liquor store there. I, I must have just right time, right place, been mm. down there. And then, I, you know, I, I came back to South Dakota, and at the time, you know, I was representing High West as well at Southern. And so I asked my people about it. I said, are we ever going to get high country here? And there's like, ah, probably not. And uh, my, 
you know, people there at the time never even heard of it either, the high country. Um, so I kind of forgot about it. And then all of a sudden, two years later, here it is. And it, it's redone. Like the label's different. Um, the bottle's different as well. So. It seems like, you know, I because this reminds me a whole bunch of the smoke wagon bottle. It's mm. almost identical to it. It's got some of that, yeah, yep, those say, rough metal work looking glass. It seems to be a lot of... Because Pinhook is also another one that is these wine-shaped whiskey bottles anymore seem to be a deal that I'm seeing more and more of, and I wonder why. I imagine it's just part of being easy to get on the shelf Boy, maybe. more than anything. I, I think it's being hard to get on the shelf. You have to put them on the top. Oh, so it's because it's taller? Yeah, that was the whole deal that made Grey Goose so famous, is they were the first, um, I guess, vodka in general. I don't know if they're the first bottle at all, but the first vodka for sure to make a really tall bottle so it won't fit on a regular shelf. They had to put it on the top So people as a marketing Go spiel, right yeah. to top shelf. Yeah, I get it. So That's it, clever. So it was the price followed the bottle, not the bottle yes, followed the price. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it worked. Huh, look at there. No kidding. So I don't know. It, it could be a multitude of different things. There's a lot of cool stuff that goes into the bottle marketing, though. It's, it's it pretty is. interesting. And I love a lot of the new the new bottle shapes that are coming out, for sure. Um, uh, Fry Ranch. It's Fry, right? Did I get that right this time? It's not Fry. God dang it. Yes, Fry Ranch <laughs> has one of my favorite bottles right now just because of the heft of it. It is so much glass. I don't know how they can keep the bottle at the price they do for that amount of glass, but it's just beautiful. Um, all right, um, Mitch, hold on because I got I got uh, some more questions I need to ask. Uh, coming up, We're I want to find out if you've been paying attention. Yes, we are, uh, Mitch. Uh, being the like I said, the general manager of of one of downtown's most famous landmarks. We're going to find out how much you know about that famous landmark, oh, okay. Mitch, all right? All right, all right. Disclaimer, <laughs> I've been there for three months. <laughs> That's what's going to make this fun. Yeah. That's coming up. I, I'm ready. I'm ready. Get ready, Rapid City, for another epic journey into the world of whiskey at Mountain West Whiskey Festival, the unrivaled celebration in South Dakota. Immerse yourself in the flavors of over 150 exceptional whiskeys, from classics to rare finds. Elevate your senses with upscale catering and groove to live music in the heart of downtown at the Rushmore Hotel. This is not just an event, it's an experience. Secure your spot now at mountainwestwhiskeyfestival.com because whiskey legends are made in the Black Hills. And we're back. It's Whiskey at Work talking with the general manager of the Alex Johnson, uh, Mitch McKeithen. Mitch, um, do you is there is there anything special you do to make sure you have the drinks that people staying at a hotel like the Alex Johnson are going to want to drink? Do you guys spend a lot of time, uh, the bar managers, thinking about that about what you're going to have? Because I mean, it is the Alex Johnson is a is an upscale hotel downtown rapid city for sure sure so people that are staying there i think feel like well yeah i don't want to go up there and have it all be black velvet and you know ancient age right <laughs> whatever else you guys have to put some thought is, in that, is don't there you? a bar in town that has a bottle of ancient age oh there's got there's got to be some place you're ancient age in yourself by talking about <laughs> that bottle right now. I've never Probably. even heard of that before. Really? Yeah. Ancient age it's, is it's, a... It's a good bottom it, shelf whiskey. It really is. Uh, uh, it's like Kentucky it's, Tavern kind of... I think it's a little better because it is a Sazerac product, I believe. Uh, yeah. You know? So, yeah. yeah, I think so. So, anyway. Huh. Um, but you yeah, guys... You know, it's a, I think it is like a Buffalo Trace mash bill. Yes. That's exactly what it is. It One of those wrong, little but... secret things. Okay. You no. Know. Okay. Um, so... I mean, how how does that process work? Do do you sit down any more with these guys, or do you trust the bar managers to put that stuff together? Oh, we trust those guys. They, I mean, uh, don't get me wrong; I'm not completely 
unaffiliated with it. Right. Um, we have a food and beverage manager there too. We have our, our department managers, so the Vertex and Patty's manager as well. Um, but given my background, I definitely sit down and help out, give suggestions. Um, and, and we have a benefit there of having, you know, two very yeah. different bars, right? Two very different environments, True. very different clientele at both of them. So we can do the whole spectrum at that hotel. Like at the Vertex, obviously it's upscale, so we're keeping in mind the big bourbon bubble that's mm-hmm. been here, the tequilas as well, some of the high-end stuff that we can get, uh, our mixology that we want to uh, showcase. And then downstairs we can do whatever else we want to do. Right. Uh, well, so. you got Patty O'Neill's is the, is the place downstairs, um, which is a very Irish pub-themed place. It's got place. a very nice display of whiskey that you can't it drink. It does, that you can only stare at, all of those beautiful <laughs> wellers. Company asset. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know one of your other live properties, um, uh, uh, we talked with Adam, who uh, manages the uh, the courtyard yep. and the box yeah, out the box. there. And he kind of said a similar thing, you know, because they he kind of runs that same setup where you will find some allocated and upscale stuff out there. And I think that's important for people I'm assuming business travel must be a big part of that, though, right? Sure. But the Alex Johnson, I think, is much more touristy, for sure, for a cool, unique place to stay. Well, and it's right in the heart of downtown. Right. It's just, you know, walking distance from everywhere in downtown Rapid City. It just, yeah. It's just easy. I could turn this into a commercial for Alex Johnson if you want, but oh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of Don't benefits. worry, we're going to, oh, Mitch. Okay, great. Okay. <laughs> we're going to just see how much you know. We're using this for tickets to the next tasting event that you have at the Vertex. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Um, it'll be a trade. But yeah, it's, uh, again, uh, it's when you're downtown Rapid City, it's it's one of the first things you see. Uh, it's it's pretty famous for mm-hmm. Rapid City for Western South Dakota. So I thought let's um, let's just see how much you know about this. And well, again, and it's haunted. Oh, it is haunted. We did. It is haunted. We did. <laughs> I don't know if you were there or not. It's room eight twenty one. God, how do you um, remember that? Oh, because I just love that oh, sort of stuff. Of course you do. About four years ago. I don't know. We who... were pretty early on in doing right. this deal, and we drank whiskey and. Had one of them little ghost detector things on our phone. Oh, yeah. yeah, we went. Uh, well, we got we got all set up. I don't know who the manager was, but said, "Yeah, you guys can go go ahead and go up to eight twenty one, and just hang out for as long as you'd like and see what happens." Um, because that in that room supposedly there was a, a the the lady in white, I believe, is what she's referred to as. So eight twelve. Eight twenty one, isn't it? Eight twelve. Is it eight so, twelve? So I, say, I just so had now, the numbers switched around. None of your questions are valid. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you wish, pal. It was eight twelve. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, Fine. I stand corrected. Right. Room. I mean, there's several rooms on eighth floor that will sell oh, the ghost package too. But eight twelve is the room. The room. Well, yeah. You, okay. you probably don't go up to eight twenty one on the eighth floor. Is there? Is there a room? Oh yeah, there is. There oh, is, is there? Yeah. yeah. I didn't, huh, know, I didn't know how many rooms you had on the okay. floor. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you should, if you get a chance to book that room, and it's a cool room. It's a corner room. I do know that you used to be able to throw stuff out of the presidential suite up there. So it was, All right, why, well. why did you get to, why do you know that, Rob? <laughs> why would you throw stuff out of the presidential suite? I don't suite? think you ever got to. I think you just <laughs> yeah, did. You just, right, exactly. Well, because the, the windows would open and there wasn't anything on them, and we were stupid high school kids. That, how we were you that. in the presidential suite as a high school kid? We just rented it, about me and a oh hundred buddies. You know, okay. Here's here's my here's my here's <laughs> the my statute of limitations has run out. I, yeah, I'm totally on an '86 list somewhere <laughs> in that yeah, hotel. It might be. <laughs> my famous encounter at the Alex Johnson was when I was 16 years old. We came down for a concert here in Rapid City. It was Van Halen on their uh, the 5150 tour. tour. Yep. 
And we were in the lobby of the Alex Johnson, little 16-year-olds. Don't know how we rented the room. Still, to this day, don't know how they R- sold it to us. rules were looser. Sure, there. they were much. You're right. They were. So we were downstairs, and we hit the elevator button down there, and the little tiny elevators that the Alex Johnson has, and open the door, and there stands Sammy Hagar, hmm. just in the elevator. He's like, oh, you fellas going up? Come on in. Hop on. And we were just <laughs> jaws on the floor, you know, didn't know what to do. And once we get to the top, he's like, hey, my room, we're in the, we're in the, he must have been in the presidential suite or something. I don't, what floor is that on? Most you know? likely, ninth floor. The yeah. ninth floor. Okay, I think so. Because he's like, hey, why don't you guys come up, uh, and I'll sign some autographs for you. So we did. Walked up, knocked on the door. Sammy answers, stands there, and he's like, where are you guys from? We tell him, he's like, well, that's who I'm doing the show for tonight. Uh, Hope you guys have a good time. Everybody else had knocked on the door, too. Uh, I'm sure they did, but whatever. I don't care. It was he's special doing, to me. He's doing the show All for right. you. Yes. So, yeah, I saw Sammy Hagar and Alex Johnson. It was really cool. That sounds like a completely made-up story. It was not made up. We saw him. It was fantastic. That's awesome. I hope. Yeah. <laughs> I hope make it up. That's awesome. All right, Mitch, let's uh, let's test your knowledge here of the Hotel Alex Johnson. All right. There, We're going to start. Choice? Uh, nope. Okay. No, not at all. Okay. We're going to start with the man who created it. Okay. One Alex Carlton Johnson. Okay? Mm-hmm. Do you know what his profession was, Mitch? He was a railroad tycoon. Bingo! Ding, ding, ding! Number one. Rob, you didn't even get that one right. Yes. You're lucky I got any of them right <laughs> he was He was vice president of the Chicago and Northwestern Railroad. Yes. Now, construction began on the Alex Johnson just one day before what other famous landmark began its work? Our second most famous uh, landmark. No, <laughs> Mount Rushmore. Yes, it was Mount Rushmore. See, I got that one right. Construction began on the Alex Johnson August 19th, 1927 is when it began. Now, what famous movie... Was the Hotel Alex Johnson mentioned in numerous times? Oof. It's kind of a trick question. I was super close on this You one. were close. Gosh, you got the I director even... right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know. Up until 1965, there was a period between when it was built and 1965 when it was called the Sheraton Hotels and Resorts. So in the movie, directed by the famous horror director... Mm-hmm. Alfred Hitchcock, mm-hmm. North by Northwest. That's right. Okay. Yep. That we was have the his one. autograph behind the front desk too. I was I couldn't put a name to it. Is that where that is? Yeah. You have Hitchcock's autograph there. Yep, hanging I've up. Never the front seen desk. that one. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's what that one was. Okay. Uh, this one, more of a guess. But how many presidents have stayed at the Alex Johnson? Oh man, um, I think we have eight written on the room. Well, you better change that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> At least according to Wikipedia. Right. Well, no, this was this was your own website. Oh. Um, there have been six. Six, okay. Calvin Coolidge, Franklin D. Roosevelt, Dwight Eisenhower, Richard Nixon, Gerald Ford, Ronald Reagan. And you can, of course, stay in that exact room that all those guys have stayed in, right? Absolutely. Presidential suite, yep. How? Uh, oh, how, how, I bet they didn't throw anything out the window. <laughs> I don't know. Ronald Sammy Reagan, Hagar, Charles, Roosevelt, yeah. Roosevelt, maybe. Um, how big is that room? What's it like in there? Is it pretty cool? <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's, it's awesome. I mean, it's, it's God. Cool. I guess we'll let Rob tell yeah. us how that room is. How many <laughs> guys did you have jammed in there? A lot. A and lot. why did you rent it out? Just because? It was New Year's Eve. We rented oh, it out. We, got I bet, it. I bet we had 20 people up there. Yeah. And you guys had zero idea of the history of what went on in that room, well, I we bet, did you? we didn't have the internet when I no, was there. No, but still. You didn't. You didn't take a few minutes to to the the, the area you live. To go to the library and research. Right to Alex find out. Johnson God, you're making hotel. yourself sound old right now. Okay, <laughs> just just. Stop. I wonder if we were there before or after Ronald Reagan, though, because this would have been eighty. Well, he was out of office in eighty-eight. Eighty-seven, probably. 
Well, and I don't know if he stayed there while he was in office or after the fact too. That's oh, not. Sure. Well, that's yeah, that's probably true. Well, that after, after the fact, he wouldn't have known if he was at the Alex Johnson or not. Yeah. Okay, Rob. God. All right. Last well, question. Well, I liked the guy, but look, come on. What nationality is most represented in the architecture of the Alex Johnson? Uh, Lakota. That's on the inside. Oh, the, the architecture. Outside, the architecture. Oh, the architecture. The I mean, actual I, I building. Guess, I'm guessing it would be German. Yes, you're right. Yeah. German Tudor architecture, which was chosen to represent the heavy German immigration in the Dakotas. So I got that one right, too. Congratulations, Thanks. Mitch. You, I think you passed. 75%. For only being there three months, that's not bad. All right? Although I'd say go ahead and look at your website a little bit more yeah. often before. Um, okay, so what? Um, then what are you going to do? What's next? We we did uh, the, the bourbon and... Uh, the pairing you did had the midwinter from High West. Bourbon and rye. The bourbon and mm-hmm. rye, yeah. It had the midwinter, it had the Baker 7, it had the Sazerac rye, and, of course, the stag. The stag, the stag. which yes. I can't believe we didn't take with us when we left. <laughs> well, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I was feeling pretty good when I left there that <laughs> night, so I don't think I could have done much, honestly. So what, what are the plans moving forward then with this stuff, Mitch? Yeah, so we're doing these... Um, you know, we want to do them every month, obviously, allocations considered. Yeah. Um, and we don't always have to do allocated bourbons and whiskeys. I mean, I kind of want to set up some themes, like let's do some blind tastings and throw, you know, three really nice 100-proof bourbons in there and then Wild Turkey 101. And people would be surprised at how many people pick Wild Turkey 101 over the rest of them without knowing what it is. So That's doing true. fun little themes like that, I mean, like I said, we're at the mercy of what we can get mm-hmm. for the most part, but I, I want to start setting up themed events like that and more engaging events uh, where you're really having to use your brain while you drink, which is tough. But <laughs> Why would uh, you do that to uh, us, Mitch? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're having them uh, right now. We have... Um, we have March set up, and we don't have we don't have a bourbon tasting in March yet. Okay. Um, we don't know what our inventory is going to look like, so I'm guessing early April's, and we'll have something figured out again. Um, again, these are these are member exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we've had some changes upstairs with uh, Juniper. Yes. Uh, having having that merge, which is fantastic. Uh, they're not serving food on Sundays and Mondays, so those are the days we're kind of making uh, for members to to have these exclusive events for whether it's bourbon whiskey tasting or or wine events uh, with some cheese pairings. Whatever we can do to, to, you know, add value to the membership and, and make people happy and have a good time and a place right. to go hang out. Well, and it was, you know, having a membership and then at 25 bucks a person, uh, you, couldn't, you couldn't get a poor stag for $25, right? Yeah. And uh, I just, uh, I probably shouldn't tell you this, but they were... Uh, they were very generous with the pores, Mitch. So <laughs> I heard. Just I throwing heard, that out there. I heard that. <laughs> they, they did an excellent I took job. Inventory afterwards. <laughs> they were supposed to save me some. You know, I want, I want you, I want you to do a scotch and chocolate. Scotch and chocolate. Yes, because that is becoming, or it has in Scotland. It's a big deal. They will do these sorts of pairings with chocolate. So I think somebody here should put that together. And if you need a host, just let me know. Absolutely. Um, anyway, there we go. Maybe we get robbed there too. <laughs> get robbed to finally drink some scotch. That'd be fun. Yeah. I, I will drink just damn near anything, but it's liking it is, the, is where we're going to differ yeah, a little bit. kind of the problem, I suppose. Well, last year we did, um, we, we partnered with the cigar bar, um, I'm sorry, Tinderbox, and we did that cigar and whiskey pairing mm-hmm. up at the Vertex, and, and, you know, God willing, it was a good day. Yeah. So we were outside. Um, so we're definitely going to do it one of those again. It would have been hard to do it inside, probably. It would have been pretty difficult. <laughs> you'd still you'd still notice. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, cigar, chocolate, scotch. Yeah, let's Why do not? it.
That'd be great. Uh, well, man, thanks for coming up again, Mitch, and thanks for bringing in this high west, high country too. Do, do you have any idea what you're doing in April, or is or is this like is, there, is said, a secret? Or can you tell is, us? This is tentative right now. Okay, uh, we're usually planning things about a month out when it comes to whiskey and bourbon, as you guys know, with the allocation process. Yeah. We don't know what we're getting until the day of, so um, it's tentative right now um, on exactly what day it's going to be. I'll definitely let you guys know, though. Okay, appreciate it. Yeah, it's it's hard to explain that to the folks that aren't in the know on how actually the allocated stuff works. You know, we got a nasty phone call about how come the whiskey yeah. whiskey <laughs> festival list wasn't set the day you sold tickets. Yeah. Like, well, because well, well, we have no bloody idea what kind of stuff we're going to get. Uh, have people not been living from. in the world for well, the last three years? I mean, you order something that might not even come in. Yeah. Because you worked know. in the was... world of distribution. So you, I mean, it's it's not always guaranteed either, is it? Mm-mm. I mean, when you when you order or ask for something, you've got to wait. I mean, they have to give you a response, an answer, right? It's not automatic. Well, the allocations you don't really get to ask for. People do sure. <laughs> way too much. But I mean, as the distributor, as as oh sure, yeah. Then how do how do they like how does Southern and Rapid City get that allocated stuff? Right. So it's it's all volume based. So I mean, it's it's on a very high level where they take their yield that they're getting that year, all the bottles and cases they're getting, and they distribute it to different markets around the country on how much volume they do. So obviously South Dakota is going to get the last of the pickings. Right. And then from there, Sioux Falls is going to get the majority of what comes to South Dakota, and then Rapid City is going to get the leftovers. So it's really just about volume. Then what comes to Rapid City is ba- broken down on volume of that portfolio that's represented, uh, You know, whether it be Mr. Liquor does a certain percentage, Canyon Lake does a certain percentage, Timmins does a certain percentage, and it's broken down that way. I see. That's the correct way to do it. Okay. So that may, there you go. We've answered the question of allocation. So don't call us when <laughs> right away when this happens because even this distributor doesn't know right away well, right. when I, I that's sure, happening. I'm sure that there's stuff on our list even right now that we just put up last week that may or may not show up. Right. Exactly. I mean. And we're, we need to reassure people that we are doing our absolute best yeah. to make sure we get the best if, here. If something doesn't show up, we will replace it or do our yes, darndest of course. To, to replace it with something of equal or lesser value. Yeah. For right. Sure. You guys so. always do a great job there. I've had fun at the Whiskey Fest for the last four years. And, oh, uh, cool. Thanks, Looking man. forward to it again this yeah. year. Awesome. awesome. Yeah, we'll see you there. Uh, Mitch McKeithen, GM, Alex Johnson, thanks for coming in, buddy. Appreciate it. Appreciate Th- you having me, guys. Thanks for the high west, high country. This Absolutely. was uh, This was stunning. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Whiskey at Work. I am the producer and host, Mark Houston, along with Rob Henry. Our shows are engineered by Chris Jaquist, and the video and audio editing is done by our own Russ Haddon. If you like what you hear, we would love a five-star review wherever you rate your podcast and leave us a comment as well. It's Whiskey at Work on the Home Slice Audio Network. Whiskey at Work.